So the big question is, how do health experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place. Whether you're a dietitian, a nutritionist, or nutrition coach, this is for you. My name is Dr. Javier Carlin, and welcome to The Practice Revolution. We are a movement that is revolutionizing the way private practices are built so you can practice on your terms. Join us and follow along as we learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that we're using to grow our own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Beautiful. What's up? Hope you're having a beautiful day. And so for those of you that don't know us, before we dive into that, we are going to be talking about how to local network like a pro. Okay. We're going to show you how we hit 25K months plus with local uh, networking and how you can do it too. Beautiful. So my name is Javier Carlin. I'm a physical therapist by trade. This is Marissa Carlin. She's a registered dietitian. And together, we are the co-founders of the Practice Revolution, where we help dietitians and nutrition coaches like yourself to get to the point where you can replace your income, break free from your J-O-B, and hit 10K, 20K months, and beyond that. So if that's you, if that's what you want, you're in the right place, all right? So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. Let's do it. All right. Local networking like a pro how we hit 25K per month with local networking and how you can do it too. Isn't that exciting? All right. So tonight, this is what we are going to cover. We are going to go over what networking is. We're going to uh, talk about who to network with and how to find them. We're going to go over the big 45, which is a strategy that we use to hit that number that you saw earlier. Uh, we're going to show you how to get started networking. We're going to go over our top networking strategies using the big 45. And then last but not least, we'll give you guys an opportunity uh, to gain access to a really cool spreadsheet that we're going to show you tonight. Beautiful. So let's start off with what is networking? We just have to define networking because we're going to be talking about it for about 30 minutes. So we have to all make sure that we're on the same page here. So what is networking? Networking is simply the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. All right. So, so who to network with and how to find them? That's the big question, right? So we like to break it down into three categories. And so we just wrote some examples here, but the three categories that we like are businesses. That's one category. Providers. That's another category. And then consumers. So you guys may have heard the phrase like B2B, B2P, B2C right? Business to business, business to provider, business to consumer. So if we start throwing those words around tonight, B2B, B2P, P2C, or you guys hear that in other Facebook groups or other communities that you're in, that's what they're referring to. So do you want to break down some of the, the components within businesses, providers, and consumers? Yep, definitely. So we have these three categories, okay? Businesses, providers, and consumers. And so under businesses, we want to think about and you want to think about what are some businesses 
that might have my ideal audience, okay? And so you want to start to expand your mindset and start to think about, right, if you work with moms, where do moms hang out? What businesses do moms go to? Okay. And maybe it's a burn boot camp, for example, right? I think that's a community specifically for moms. And so you start to think about businesses that have access to the people that you desire to work with. So here are some examples Orange Theory Fitness. Maybe you work with runners, right? Orange Theory Fitness might be a great business to connect with. YMCA, right? I'm assuming older people. Elderly people maybe go to the YMCA. I think it's for everyone, but I think uh, like the elderly population might go there. And so if you work with the older population, you may go to the YMCA and connect with them. Okay. Pilates studios, uh, yoga studios, dance studios, kickboxing studios, other local smaller gyms or CrossFit gyms. If maybe you work with CrossFit, uh, CrossFitters specifically. Okay. And so these are businesses that have access to your people that you can either cross refer with or you can do workshops for, or you can have a conversation with the owner, okay, and figure out a partnership so that in your program or package, they get X, X thing from this business. And when someone signs up for that business, they get perhaps a session with you or something of value with you. And so you can create this partnerships with these local businesses, okay? Can you guys see that? Does that make sense? Yes? Yes. Put, put a yes in the chat. Yes, beautiful. So. The second category is providers, okay? If you're in healthcare or in the health industry, when we say providers, we mean other health professionals, okay? So these could be your chiropractors, your doctors, your dentists, your massage therapy clinics, your podiatrists, okay? I don't know how we didn't put physical therapists on there, but <laughs> physical therapists, okay? If you specifically work with, we were just having a conversation today with one of our amazing clients and she helps people specific, specifically with gut health and gut, and gut issues, right? Maybe you find that that target niche goes to see pelvic health therapists quite a bit. Well, pelvic health therapists are awesome and you could connect with them and build those partnerships with them and get access to the people that you want to work with, okay? That's the list of providers. And the last list here is consumers. So who are and what are consumers? They're the people who consume your service, okay? They're the ones who eat your service. No, they're <laughs> the ones who work with you, okay? And so this is where we go directly to the people that you're serving, okay? So if you work with uh, soccer players or youth soccer players, you go to youth soccer clubs. If you work with the soccer players' parents, you go to soccer clubs, okay? You go to If you work with runners, you go to run clubs. Uh, maybe you have you do this local marketing, right? And there's local Facebook groups where your people locally are hanging out. Okay, support groups, health fairs, etc. You're gonna you're gonna choose where your people are at. You're gonna look for where these people are hanging out, and you're going to put them on a list, and you're going to put yourself in front of them. Okay, and when you put yourself in front of them, guess what you're gonna have? You're gonna have a conversation with them. All right. And that's what networking is. Okay. And so those are the three categories, business provider and consumer. Got it. Yeah. Beautiful. And I'm curious, do you see anything on this list? Or maybe did you think of something while we were going over this list of like, oh man, like I should definitely reach out to this business or, oh my gosh, like, why didn't I even think about that? Like soccer clubs, like run clubs, pff, my ideal clients are there. 
right? Providers. Maybe do you have a great connection with a doctor of yours? Maybe you know a great doctor in the area that you want to reach out to. Was this list helpful to see? Did it give you at least one idea, one aha moment of just like, oh my gosh, I got it. This is the one thing I'm taking away tonight. I'm going to go and network with this, with this person. So now you're probably thinking like, okay, cool. Like, that's a big list. That's a little bit overwhelming, right? I got to think of the businesses, the providers, the consumers, like, oh my goodness, like, where do I start? Or maybe I have this list, but like, what do I do with it? Or how do I organize my thoughts here? And so this is where our strategy comes into play. And this is the one strategy that hobbies use, that I've used to make thousands and thousands of dollars just from local networking alone. Isn't that awesome? Awesome. It's awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the strategy is called the dream 45 and the way that we break it down mentally. So it's really, really easy to do is we want to go back to those businesses, providers, and consumers, and we want to start creating a list. Okay. And the list is going to be comprised of 45 businesses, providers, and consumers that you can potentially connect with. Okay. So to make math easy, that would be 15 businesses, 15 providers, and 15 consumers for a total of 45 local networking opportunities. Cool. And so basically what you want to do, okay, you see this spreadsheet here. This is the one of the actual ones that we used, okay? And so you can see this list of businesses that we had here, all right? And so what you're going to do is you're going to take... <clears throat> a spreadsheet like the one that we showed you, okay? You're going to take that and then you're going to input by doing some research, the local businesses, the local providers, and the local consumer groups that you can find that have your target audience. And in a moment, we're actually going to show you how to use this list, okay? Two different things, right? Plugging in some, some names and numbers and then actually, how do I actually use this thing, right? What's the strategy there? We're going to show you that too, okay? And so as you can see, right here i added the business name the email if i found an email of the business online or you know in person or on yelp okay phone number their website and then i started to track the follow-up messages and when i would follow up okay to know what the previous conversation we had was and then at the end there i put their address in case i had to go what go knocking on their door okay to talk to them all right. And so this is going to allow you to organize the different people that you can actually connect with. Okay. To grow your business, get more referrals and build partnerships with other people who have your target audience. Okay. So this is what an example of a list would look like. Now, if you want, who here would like to just have this networking sheet already created for them. So you don't have to spend, you know, time creating your own. How many of you would like that? Go ahead and comment the word sheet down below. Okay, comment the word sheet down below and we'll just give it to you, all right? That way it makes your life that much easier. We want you to succeed. We want to speed this process up. Just go ahead and comment the word sheet, okay? And give us about 24 hours and we'll make sure to get it sent your way. Cool? Cool. Is that fair? Yes? Okay, beautiful. So once you get this sheet, okay, the next thing you have to do is get started, okay? So we're going to show you how to get started with networking. You guys ready? 
Ready? Beautiful. All right, so getting started. First things first, you have their email list, right? I would say 99 to 100% of all businesses, you can find their email address, right? Mostly online, Instagram, Facebook, their website, like they have an email address, okay? So one of the easiest first steps you can take is simply to send them an email, right? And we're gonna give you some tips so that when you actually open up that email and you type you know, their email address and you type a subject line, you're not just gonna stare at that blank white screen and be like, oh my goodness, but what do I even say in this email? Like, like, hi, my name is Marissa and now what, right? So couple couple points that you wanna hit on here in this email. Number one, be brief intro to who you are, right? Say who you are, your name, what you do, <laughs> who you help, a little bit of information about yourself, right? What you do, right? We talked about that and why you'd love to connect. That's something big here. Okay, why you'd love to connect. Like, is it that, um, let's say we're sending an email to Orange Theory Fitness, right? Did you maybe do Orange Theory in the past? Maybe you have some friends that do Orange Theory and they speak so highly about it, right? And you just wanted to connect and reach out. Why, why would you love to connect with this business, okay? What you love about their company? Maybe maybe you have a personal connection to the company. Maybe you have a personal um you know, you, you've been to the gym before, you've been to the location, maybe you have friends, family members, again, that that go to that gym. And what do you love about it? And if none of that, if you've never been there, if you don't have friends or family that go to the gym, maybe just doing um, some simple research online to find out more information about that company and figure out what you love about them. And you don't have to give an entire story about everything, but maybe pick out one or two things that really stand out to you, right? Give them some compliments. And then the last thing you want to talk about in this email is how uh, you can benefit their members and why you want to help. And so something that we talk about a lot is what's in it for them and not what's in it for me. So you never want to come at emails or conversations with local businesses, providers, or consumers of from a, from a me perspective, like, oh, I want your clients because I need to make more money in my business. Mm -mm -mm. We want to go at it as what's in it for them, right? What is their benefit, right? To to working with you or possibly having a dietitian or a nutrition coach um, in their business. How would that serve their company? How would that enhance their member experience, right? How would it enhance their customer journey? How would it, you know, improve their customer results, right? So always talking about the benefit to, to them as business owners and benefit to their clients. Cool. And so the second thing you want to do, and by the way, right, we put email here, just like you would send out an email, you can send out a text, you can send a um, social media message through Facebook, Instagram, or any other platform. Mm -hmm. Okay. It works the same way. All right. So no matter where you're doing it from, just know that you could always find other channels to connect with people. If someone's not answering through email, well, also, also send them a text, okay? Think about it. And so email number two is a follow-up email, okay? If you don't get a response to email number one within 48 hours, okay? Just say something like, hey, um, just want to make sure that you got my first email. You know, just want to make sure you didn't miss it. Let me know if you did and I'll resend it, okay? Something simple like that. Okay. Just to make sure, because as you know, right, people's 
email gets flooded with emails. And many of the times it's junk mail. Your mail is not junk because you're actively looking to help and support a local business provider or a consumer. Okay. And so make sure you send that second email within those 48 hours. Okay. The next step here is you can actually, like I mentioned before, follow them on social. Okay. Whether it's a business or provider, it's likely that in this day and age, they also have social media platforms. And to be quite honest, most businesses, they still don't know how to run their social media. And so anytime they get a like, comment, or message, they get really excited, okay? And so because of that, you when you, when you find them on social, you follow their accounts, you leave them positive comments, like their posts, and send them direct messages, they're very, very, very likely to respond and connect with you. Okay. And so you want to make sure that you do not skip this step. All right. It's called social media for a reason. All right. And so the strategy is there. It's easy to do. It's also easy to get into your head and not do it. Okay. And so make sure that when you're networking, you follow this process. And what ends up happening is a lot of people get a little shy or they get nervous that they're maybe following up too much. But the fact of the matter is that if you believe in what you do and the person on the other side can benefit from what you do, you have a moral obligation to do whatever you, whatever you can to make sure that you have a conversation with them until they tell you no. And in that case, fine. Okay. But until then, you keep going and you keep going till when? Till they either say yes or say no. Okay. So that's the third part. Last but not least, you always have the option. Guys, this is local networking. So you have the option of going in person. I know these days, especially with the pandemic and everything like that, there's been this huge shift to online work, right? Communicating with businesses online, but things are starting to open up again, right? We can go to places again. So go in person to these businesses. It's not every day that somebody knocks on their door and is like, hey, I'd love to help you out. I'd love to help your customers out. I can provide this tool, this resources to your customers that will benefit your business and benefit your customers. Like how awesome is that? It's not every day that somebody walks in the door and says that to these business owners. So go knock on the door. Don't be afraid, right? Speak to one of the managers, speak to one of the people in charge. And if if you if it is a gym, for example, or if it is a doctor's office and the doctor's busy or they're in the middle of a class, at least you went right? And maybe you spoke with someone in charge. Maybe you spoke with someone at the front desk and at least they can pass the message along and connect you with um, one of the owners who has some say in the business, maybe one of the doctors, right? And then from there, you can schedule a time to actually sit down and meet with them, right? And again, a reminder going in with a what's in it for them benefit versus what's in it for me, right? Same thing with the email. And with all of these things, it's not just doing one of these things or just two of these things, if you really want to get the most bang for your buck with this Dream 45, is doing a combination of all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. Send the email. If they don't respond to the email, maybe they just didn't see it. Maybe you went to spam or junk, or they opened it, but just completely forgot to respond. Same with email number two, right? Businesses are busy. Doctor's offices are busy, right? Follow them on social. Go in person. Do as much as you possibly can to get in contact with somebody who has some say at these businesses. Boom. Decision makers. Yes, that's right. Okay, so responses. This is a big thing. A lot of you guys are gonna be like, oh, but what if they say yes? Or what if they say no, right? 
there's only three possible responses somebody can give you, whether it's an email, a text, a DM, or talking to you in person directly. The only three options are yes, let's set up a time to, to meet and chat further. No, not right now, it's just not a good fit. Or three, no, thank you. That's it, just three. It's not as bad when you put it that way, right? Nope. Could seem a little bit scary, but it can only be one of these three things. And so here's the cool thing. If they say yes, right, whether it's whether it's a yes. whether it's a business, whether it's a doctor, whether it's like a run club or something like that, the person in charge of the run club, they say yes, couple options depending on how busy they are. If you're prepared, set up a time to meet, right? If you walked in um, to the business and they were free, just hanging out, set up a time to meet, right? If you were connected with them through email, awesome. Set up a time to meet and brainstorm ideas. And notice we said brainstorm ideas. The first meeting, nothing has to be decided that first meeting. You don't have to sign a contract. You don't have to come up with a plan. The first session that you guys meet is just a talk, right? Get to know each other a little bit better. See if you are possibly a good fit to work with each other. And if so, you can just brainstorm some ideas. You guys can go home, think about it for a couple of days, and then reconvene and talk about you know, the ideas that you guys came up with. And so nothing has to be decided on that first meeting. So just know that, okay? The other two options, someone can say, no, not right now, or just simply, no, thank you. They're just simply not interested, and that's okay. All we have to do here, just be polite. Just say, thank you for your time. Thank you for your consideration and move on to the next person on your big 45 list because there are still 44 other chances for people to say yes. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for the messages we get daily in our inbox on how much you're loving these episodes. If you like this episode, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. We deeply appreciate it as it helps us get more episodes out to more people just like you who want to know how to increase their income, impact more people, and build businesses that work for the lifestyle that they want and that serve their family at the highest possible level. It literally takes about 60 seconds to contribute to the mission of transforming the world's health one practice at a time. Thank you so much. Now back to the show. Beautiful. So here are some of our top networking strategies. Okay. You guys ready? Let's do it. So strategy number one. Okay. And obviously this is this specific example here is for what I do as a physical therapist. Okay. Now, if you are a dietitian or a nutrition coach, okay, there are other ways that you can do screenings or assessments or quizzes or different types of of ideas that you can implement in lieu of this. Okay. And so here is what we did. All right. With our screenings, we would go to, for example, this is burn bootcamp. We would go to these facilities. Okay. We would connect with the owners. We would set up a time to go to these facilities and they would let their members know, Hey, from this hour to this hour, this is what's going on. Fill out this appointment sheet, make your appointment, and they will meet you with you then. Okay. And so this is what we did here. These were about 15 minutes each. So they were pretty quick. Okay. 15 minutes, had a conversation with them, uh, did a screening of some sort. And then I had a couple 
minutes for quick Q&A, okay? I gave them a possible diagnosis or a possible uh, path for what they should do next. And then I would offer to for them to come into the office to find out more, okay? And so the purpose of this was to interact with someone, build that relationship, start that relationship, figure out a little bit about what was going on in their situation. And if we could help them, we would then invite them for a full first session at the office, okay? This is what the screening looked like, all right? Number two, we got tablings and coupons. So this is something that I did with the kickboxing gym. Um, as you can see, I was wearing my mini ears because it was a, it was a Disney theme day, uh, but I had my calendar in the top right corner there that was posted all over the gym, all over their Facebook group. Um, and it was, it had like designated times where I was gonna be there. And then also at the bottom, you can see I had like a coupon. Um, I had like a coupon for uh, free discovery visits. And so this is what I did. Number one, I set up a booth. In this particular uh, picture, I was doing a hydration station. I was showing people how to flavor their water um, and different ways to get hydration. And so I had like frozen grapes, I had watermelon, I had all these like herbs, oranges, lemons, cucumber, mint, all these, all these goodies for them to flavor their water. So it was really cool. And it really got them to come up to the booth and talk to me because they just did this kickboxing class. They were hot, sweaty, thirsty. And I was like, this is perfect. Um, so really got some people excited here. I even had some handouts to go along with it. So I did something interactive and I made sure that I was at the gym at peak hours. I can tell you, I went to the morning classes. They have like a 5 a.m. gym session. I am not a morning person, but I was like, I'll do it for the morning people because they might not come to the night classes, right? And what I realized after doing both, and again, this is specifically at this gym, it may be different if you go to a different gym, but what I noticed is the people who worked out at five in the morning, by six o'clock when their gym was over, all they had to do, they wanted to shower and get out because they're trying to get to work. So I realized, hmm, maybe the peak hours for me aren't in the mornings. Although it sounds great, those people aren't really focused on their nutrition because they're focused on showering and getting to work on time. And so for me, peak hours specifically at this gym was in the afternoon after work when people had a little bit more time and could hang out. Okay, so you may have to do a little bit of testing to figure out when those peak hours are at a gym if that's something that you want to do. So I incentivized people to come to the booth with that hydration station. I had um, sign-up sheets. I had ways to gather their name, their email address. Uh, I would send them copies of these worksheets. I only had one copy, really pretty and laminated. And I was like, hey, if you want a copy, put your name down here, I'll email it to you, right? So I got all that information. And then the last thing here, like I mentioned before, is I had coupons. You can see in the bottom right-hand corner is super simple. I made it on Canva, um, printed it out on white computer paper, and every person that went to I Love Kickboxing, the gym created a welcome packet and at for their members, their new members, and I was just like, hey, can I just stick this coupon in there? They were like, sure, not a problem. And so every single new member at I Love Kickboxing got a free discovery visit coupon with me. So just some ideas of things that I did with I Love Kickboxing. Cool. Awesome. So the next the next networking strategy that we implemented, you can see this is another gym. So we've got Burn Bootcamp, I Love Kickboxing. Everything here that we're teaching you is not theory. It's stuff that we actually did, as you can see, and it works. Okay. And so this one here is raffles. Okay. So this, this gym had a uh, open house. Okay. It was like an opening ceremony. It's actually the gym that I go to now. And 
what we did was we set up a booth there. Okay. And you can see at that booth, we had our, you know, pamphlets, we had our book that we both wrote, we had all these things at this booth. Now, what you also see there is a blue box. Okay. So in this blue box, we were, we were actually collecting people's contact information for them to have the opportunity to win something. Okay. And so here's what's so cool about this raffle. And as you're watching this, I'm curious for you, what are some of the strategies that you're already thinking about implementing? Is it the table tabling? Is it the screenings? Is, is it the raffles? Is it the next thing that I'm about to show you that I haven't showed you yet? So you have no idea what it is. Okay. So raffles, what are they and how do we run them? So the first thing when it comes to raffles is you want to make the prize irresistible, okay? You want to make it so that people actually want to sign up for the raffle. If if it's not exciting, if it's not irresistible, if it's like, oh, you're going to win like a free session with me, it's like at that point, people don't really know who you are and don't really care, okay? And so it has to be more exciting than just that. And that's the biggest mistake we see. Most people just lead with that and it doesn't really work because people don't know who you are and because they frankly, just don't care yet. Okay. And so you need to make the prize irresistible. You must, you must, you must not just get names. Okay. Cause number one, if you don't get their information, you can't contact them if, if they want. Right. So you have to ask for their name, their email address and their phone number. Okay. You have to get those three pieces of information because if someone doesn't respond to their email, they'll likely respond to their phone number and vice versa. Okay. So you have to get their contact information. And here's what's cool about this, okay? What we did is we had the grand prize, which one person did win, and then we had the runner-ups, okay? And guess what? There are no rules. You make up the rules. And so every single person who did not win the grand prize, guess what they won? They won the runner-up prize, okay? And so what that allowed people to do is to win that runner-up prize and actually get a visit with us, right? And I forgot what we were offering at that time. It might've been a book or something, right? But they ended up winning the prize to come and see us at the facility, okay? And we gave them some cool bonuses when they did, okay? And so here's, here's the thought process behind that. If these people knowing that the prize was related to what we were offering. Okay. Just, we made it sound a lot better. If these people signed up for this prize that they knew was related to uh, fitness, rehab, and nutrition, then it's likely that they have an issue in that regard. And so wouldn't it make more sense that if we had the chance to give this runner-up prize to another five, 10, or 15 people, that they benefit from that runner-up price. Absolutely, right? It's a win-win for everyone. And so we did that, okay? And so you can do that too, all right? And so these are how you run these raffles, okay? And as you can see, people are excited to, to give you their information, okay? They're handing it out like nothing, okay? It's just normal. And so this is a strategy that you can use to when you go out and market yourself and go to these booths, you actually get something out of it as opposed to just sitting there hoping that someone talks to you, okay? <laughs> How, how has that worked out in the past? Probably has, okay? And that's why you need to do this here, okay? And the last piece here is workshops, okay? You want to do workshops. Where do you do these workshops? Anywhere where anyone will let you do them, okay? It could be other businesses, gyms. It could be um, literally anywhere. This is UPS, okay? Uh, the, the, 
lower left-hand side, this was at UPS doing a workshop before the UPS workers went to work, okay? So workshops. Now, very simple process, okay? You connect with the business owner, all right? You figure out what their needs and wants are. You figure out how you can help them. You figure out what their clients want. And once you do that, you schedule on events, okay? You schedule what? A event. Events. Yes, events. Okay. So then you figure out how you can both promote the event together. Now you have them promote the event. And ideally, you also tell them this. You say, hey, by the way, I'm also going to promote this event. Is it okay if I bring new people who aren't coming to this gym yet into your facility? Guess what they're going to say? Well, heck yeah, right? And so if you do a good job of promoting the event, you now have also benefited the gym because they're getting new eyes, new people into their gym, okay? And that's how you make it a win-win. Beautiful. So then what I did was I said, hey, I need your contact information. So please, everyone who's here, sign in. And what I'll do for you is I'm going to go ahead and send the recording to you. Okay. I'm going to send how many of you would like the recording to today's workshop so that you can rewatch it and not miss anything on how to get rid of your back pain. Great. Go ahead and fill this paper here. Okay. Fill in this paper and I'll send you that recording when it's ready. Cool. Cool. And actually, I think for this one, I created a mini course for these people. Okay. So you can always go to that next level. And the next thing you do, obviously, if people are at your workshop and your workshop is information about what you do and how you help people and the problems that you solve for people, and people have decided to come to your workshop, it is very likely that they're looking for help in the topic of your workshop, right? Makes sense. Okay. And so what you want to do is for all the attendees is you want to follow up with them. And what does the follow-up actually look like? Well, it might look something like this. It might look like, hey, name, thank you so much for attending my workshop on Nutrition Made Simple. Uh, I'm curious, you know, how are you doing since we attended the workshop? What did you learn? Or you can say, hey, right, what was the number one thing that you took out of it? And or what are you currently working on when it comes to your nutrition? Ideally, you had some conversations with these people at the workshop. And so you remember those things. Okay. That's the process of following up. And then once you follow up, right, you figure out what people's problems are, if they're having any challenges. And if you can fix them, you just say, hey, I might be able to help you with this. Are you open to hopping on a call? Are you open to looking, you know, or are you interested in a possible solution for this? If they say yes, boom, possible client, okay? So this is how you use workshops to your benefit to get in front of your people, right? Using other people's audiences, other people's uh, members, okay? To then provide them your service while also providing value to the business owners, okay? And that way you're able to get more referrals from the business owners and or more clients from these raffles, tablings, workshops that you host. Okay. Pretty cool. Right. Okay. Like we mentioned in the beginning, these are some of the strategies. Okay. This is about four of the, of the 10 strategies that, that we've used. Okay. To actually get people to become clients with local networking, because there's a lot of people out there who do local networking, but they get nothing from it. Okay. And it's likely because they're either missing a key component of it, which we mentioned today, 
okay, or some other reason. And like Marissa said, if you don't mind, okay, if you think that someone that you care about, a friend, a colleague could benefit from tonight's training, please tag them. Please invite them to the group, okay? You would be doing them a huge service, letting them know that this type of content exists so that they too can help people just like you desire and deserve to, okay? So with that, let's see. We did have a comment. Um, Helen says, do you have recommendations for where to ask to host events at? Not sure if I missed that. Yes. So we talked, yeah, we talked about that in the beginning, but Helen, so basically it's wherever they allow you to host it. And so we typically host it if you don't have a physical location, right? We, we in the past, we've hosted it at our own uh, facilities. You can also host it in the, the business or provider who has a location, you can do it in their space, okay? And so you could, if you're partnering up with them, you can do it in their space, okay? If it's someone that can, you know, rent out a room to you, they may do it, right, without any, any costs, or they might, you know, require some sort of fee to allow you to do that. But typically, it would just be done at the location, the office of the person who we're doing doing the event for. So like in those pictures, right, Burn Boot Camp, Isle of Kickboxing, uh, Triumph, and some other locations as well. Okay. Yep. Perfect. And Lucy says, um, I've done a lot at libraries. Yep. There you go. Absolutely. Libraries. Great place to do it. Awesome. Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you found value in this, please share it with other people. And yeah. We'll catch you next week. Catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I know your time is super valuable, and I know that you're here to learn how to grow a successful practice. So I have something special just for you. If you're a health expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, you're going to want to pay attention. Because as a listener of this show, we want you to win. So we've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of The Practice Revolution. These resources are worth $7,000. So stick with me here. If you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you're ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you're going to want to send us a private message on Instagram at The Practice Revolution. And simply let us know that you listen to our podcast and we'll personally hand over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is available only for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a practice that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, go ahead, send us a private message on Instagram at the practice revolution right now so you can win big in your practice and in your life see you soon